Welcome to Track to the Future, an Array Technologies podcast and your source for insight into utility-scale PV tracking innovation. We'll be discussing thoughtful engineering, plant reliability and performance, and new developments in solar tracking. Join us for industry trends, expert opinions, and more, lighting the way to a brighter, smarter future. Hello and welcome to Track to the Future, a podcast from Array Technologies. For those of you who may not be familiar with Array Technologies, let me tell you that Array is a leading solar tracking solutions and services provider for utility-scale PV projects. With efficient installation and terrain flexibility, coupled with high reliability, durability, and performance, Array helps clients maximize project returns. As the chosen tracker for over 30 gigawatt years of production, Array's products have been optimized through unparalleled experience garnered over three decades. Today's podcast is going to focus on SmartTrack by Array Technologies. Now, SmartTrack is an optimization technology that intelligently adjusts module angles in response to weather and site conditions. We're also going to be discussing solar tracking software from a high level and dispelling some myths that exist in the industry. And joining me to do all of this today is John Sharp. He's the VP of Product Management for Array Technologies. John, thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Tyler. Thanks for having us today. I'm looking forward to speaking with you about SmartTrack technology. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this as well. I think this is going to be a really exciting topic and there, there's so much great stuff to discuss here. So, John, let's just start off here. We've been hearing a lot about solar tracking software. So, tell us a little bit more about what this does for a utility-scale solar plant. So, yeah, today, Tyler, we're going to focus a little more on commercial concerns um, rather than technical details. So, with, with that background, you know, I'll say that the, the goal of any solar asset or asset owner is to maximize the value of that asset. There are a lot of things that an asset owner can do to achieve this goal, and implementing tracking software is one of those. So, so what does solar tracking software do? Well, kind of at the highest level, it, it's, a, it's software that's used to improve asset performance. And solar tracking software has been around for decades, and it attempts to put more light on solar panels or solar modules and minimize the negative effects of the shading of the sun. Or if you say it another way, the reason solar tracking software exists is to get more energy or more dollars out of the asset. And SmartTrack is a product that further improves on these traditional tracking algorithms and adds new ones to the mix to achieve that goal. So you kind of touched on this a little bit there, but you know, I, I figured let's let's have a question here that um, you know that speaks to this a little bit more specifically. But what exactly is at stake? What are, what are the stakes here when it comes to uh, to what you're implementing? Uh, great question. To keep it simple, the, the stakes are high. Um, utility scale solar power plants have been getting larger in size for many years running now. Um, As an example, a large project in utility-scale solar in North America around 12 years ago was about a megawatt. Um, And if you don't know what a megawatt is, that's about 3,500 solar modules or solar panels or at the size they were uh, 12 years ago. So today, we're seeing average solar power plant sizes you know, around 100 megawatts or more, 100 times bigger than what I just said. And, and some of the larger power plants are 750 megawatts or even approaching a gigawatt. So for some perspective, um, that's around a quarter of a million solar panels or solar modules all the way up to one and three quarters or even two million solar panels on a single project. Um, so for these, these utility scale power plants, 
improving performance even just a little bit by a, a few percent can add many millions of dollars to the life of the asset. Or, or over the life of the asset. And, and that, that amount of money or that amount of cash flow can really make or break the ability to finance some of these projects. So right now, it's, it's really essential to get as, as much as we can out of these projects. Absolutely. So you mentioned, you know, other ways to, to get the most out of a PV plant. So, you know, if a few percentage points, like what you're mentioning here of energy production is so important over the lifespan of these, these, these projects, you know, what are some ways to ensure you're getting the most out of them? Excellent question. You know, so so solid design practices, nothing can substitute for an intelligent and reliable design. And what does that mean? Um, I'll give you some examples of, of what good design means and how it can improve the performance of your of your system. So, you know, one, you really want to take advantage of the existing site direct terrain where that terrain can actually improve the performance of your system or said another way you want to use land that's already pointing towards the sun and you want to choose a tracker that can handle the kind of slopes that that land would offer Um, so choose a tracker that can handle terrain that's favorable to what your your goal is Um, you know the, the second thing is is to use intelligent design don't put your tracker in a hole. No amount of software optimization can fix putting your tracker down in a hole. So if, if you consider a tracker and you drop it into a deep canyon, for example, where it only may get sun during the middle of the day, no matter how good your design is or how good your software is or how good your tracker is, you can't bring that sunshine back. So make intelligent choices about where you're locating your trackers and what kind of land you're putting them on. Uh, another approach is is always choose the most quality equipment that will give you the highest uptime. So uptime is every bit as important or even more important than optimizing your energy output with software or other techniques. And, and you know, if you have optimization software like SmartTrack, but your tracker is not working, you made the wrong tracker choice and you're losing energy. So choose quality equipment. And that goes for modules, inverters um, and everything else that's on the site. Other techniques, you know, make sure you're choosing equipment that's well suited to survive wind events, hail events, severe weather events. Um, your tracker should be robust. It's there to last 30 years or more. So make sure that it's going to survive those events. Um, always choose reliable equipment that's going to minimize operation and maintenance costs. And then, you know, finally, optimize the site with the effectiveness of tracking software like smart track so so lots of ways to attack the problem of getting the most out of your energy asset tracking software and optimization tracking software is one of them but it's a piece of a bigger puzzle that you have to put together and really attack the problem from a multi-pronged strategy yeah, I really like and appreciate how you put that, it, that it's all part of a larger puzzle and you, you have to get all of these uh, the decisions right in order for everything to work together in harmony the way that it should. So, John, we, we haven't addressed it directly yet, so let's talk about it. So, what is SmartTrack? Yeah, so what is SmartTrack? You know, SmartTrack is a product available now from Array Technologies. Um, after this podcast, if you want more information, please reach out to your business development director to learn more about how we can help you determine what SmartTrack can do for your project. So so SmartTrack is an innovative, simple, and secure software platform to improve the performance of solar plants 
that would otherwise otherwise be using just traditional tracking software. SmartTrack uses machine learning to optimize energy production during morning and evening hours. And that's the time of day when shadows from other rows or effects of sloping land can really rob a solar plant of valuable energy. You know, in addition to that, SmartTrack is a product that can recognize when it's beneficial to point PV modules upward toward the sky. Um, and that's typically what would happen in a very cloudy condition where the clouds are persistent or are going to be there for a while. And SmartTrack is able to move those modules to a more ideal position to collect more energy in that case. So that's what SmartTrack is as a product. You know, th- this is something that, that you may have already addressed a little bit, but who uses it and why? And what are some of the major primary benefits of utilizing SmartTrack? So I, I break the use case down into sort of three categories here. And, and let's start with, with asset owners, the people who own the power plant, the people who are trying to maximize the value of the power plant. And I think we've already stated it, but the reason is simple. Why use SmartTrack? It will allow um, the operation of the plant to get more energy. And in this case, more energy means more dollars. So an asset owner has interest in, in utilizing SmartTrack to simply get more cash flow out of their, out of their project. Um, but there's some other things that you might not think about here as well. You know, an EPC um, can also use SmartTrack and, and SmartTrack will ensure the best possible commissioning of the system, particularly for backtracking or those early morning or late afternoon hours. Um, and it also reduces any errors that might come from, from real world as built site conditions being different than what they are on the plan. So, so typically what you would do is you would, you would set up your tracker parameters, um, according to what the plan said and according to what the, the drawing said. But in, in most cases, that's not what takes place exactly in the real world. So smart track eliminates any errors between how it was drawn on paper and how it was actually installed in the field. And then the EPC can take that asset with SmartTrack and they're selling a, an asset that has more value to the system owner. So they're, they're giving a more valuable piece of equipment over to the system owner when they're bidding on projects. And then third, you know, operation and maintenance providers can use SmartTrack to make sure that they're meeting their production goals. SmartTrack can be used on a new installation or it can be used as a retrofit. And it can add a little bit of a buffer to make sure that those production goals are met, that the operation and maintenance providers are on the hook to provide. So, so again, you know, if you have any questions on, on how SmartTrack can, can benefit your site as an operator, as an owner, or as an EPC, reach out to Array and we'll give you some more information. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, John, who, you, you mentioned there just briefly uh, the installation. So, how is it installed and, and what does it take to use it? So, how is it installed? Well, it's quite simple from the perspective of, of those three categories, asset owners, EPCs, and O&M providers. So, Array Technologies commissioning and service personnel install SmartTrack and they will commission SmartTrack on the site. So if you purchase SmartTrack or SmartTrack is installed on your site, it's going to be installed by Array. Nothing's required from the owner or the operator to use the product. Once it's installed, it simply runs on its own. So a couple of things that are important to to note here. Um, SmartTrack doesn't require any new sensors or any new equipment. So there's nothing to add or maintain or to actually use if you want to think of it that way. Um, and then during setup, um, we, we will work with the EPC or the operation and maintenance provider to, to set up a system where we can receive data 
from the existing uh, what's called a SCADA system to ensure that we're optimizing system power. And, and if you're not familiar with what SCADA system means, it stands for Supervisory Control and Data Acquisition. It's installed and common on all utility sites. So in summary, Array Technologies takes care of the installation for you. So one of the things that, that people are going to look for is is are the differentiators, right, for, for SmartTrack and for Array. So what differentiates SmartTrack and Array from other available options in the market? I'll touch on a few differentiators between SmartTrack and, and some of the things that are available. First is security. SmartTrack is a fully self-contained software platform. It's installed within the existing firewalls and the existing security measures that are already present on these PV power plants. No data is required to leave the site. No data is required to enter the site um, through a firewall or other means. And, and what that means is that, you know, if your system is already designed to maintain NERC or other security requirements that are out there in the world, that this isn't going to change that. And because we're not adding any new equipment um, or changing the setup that you already have, security is is going to be maintained exactly as you have it on your site today. A second differentiator could be design philosophy. So what are we, what are we setting out to do? Um, so when, when Array Technologies conceived of SmartTrack, we, we determined what's the most benefit to the system owner. And so we set out to optimize the system power that is what you get paid for, while some others that are available on the market are trying to do what's called minimizing shade on some parts of the tracker. And in some cases, that has the same outcome. Um, if you have a pretty perfect site, then minimizing shade means um, maximizing power. But on other sites, minimizing shade may not be the best way to maximize that power. And so we look at what's important. What's important is what you get paid for, and you get paid for power. So our whole system is set up and our whole philosophy is set up to make sure that we're maximizing power and not looking at shade as the, as the key driver there. Mm. And I think, you know, maybe the last thing, Tyler, is, is smart track is simple. At Array, everything we do is based around engineered simplicity. Complexity equals failure. Added components equals failure. And SmartTrack, we either minimize or eliminate both. Um, and as I've already said, there's no additional hardware needed. We're not relying on sensors that aren't already on site. Um, and we're keeping the installation as simple uh, as possible and keeping the, the philosophy and the, and the program as simple as possible to make sure that it's reliable for that 30 years of the asset. Right, right. I think that's a, an incredibly important thing to bring up and, and to note about all of this is, is that simplicity and why that's so important. So, uh, John, why is the business of software and optimization algorithms uh, that improve utility scale energy harvesting so important? And why is this happening now? What are the trends that are kind of driving this? The, the trends that are driving the adoption of software and optimization algorithms are, are really related to trends in the industry. The first trend is that power purchase agreements or PPAs, as they're known, these power purchase agreements or PPA rates right now are at historic lows and, and likely to stay uh, at a very low level. You know, we've seen announcements of PPA rates in some parts of the world, which are below $20 per megawatt hour. And that that number is, is much lower than it's been, uh, you know, less than a decade ago, 
PPA rates were, were five times and even more higher than that $20 per megawatt hour. Uh, let's call that the good old days. So, so the need to generate as much energy as possible or as much energy as practical has increased because the value of each unit of energy that you create has gone down. That's actually a good thing for the industry. It has forced innovation in the industry. And part of the innovation that it's forced is smart track. So, you know, in the past, gaining or losing a little bit of production just didn't have a large impact on the assets value. One, because the assets were smaller. Um, but two, that in the financial models, there was a lot more headroom that were built into these financial and performance models. So that if you underperformed a little bit or overperformed a little bit, it didn't really change the finances of the project. Today, Performance modeling has actually gotten quite aggressive and very aggressive um, in order to make sure that people are, are having as much advantage as they can in winning these PPAs and, and winning these EPC deals. So there's less headroom built into the financial models. And to make sure that every piece of that asset is optimized uh, is required now in order to, to meet your obligations under that PPA. And so without, without a little headroom uh, to have a good year or a bad year, every bit of energy you can squeeze out of the system is extremely important. And it's being driven by those very low power purchase agreements, again, which is a good thing for the industry and is fostering innovation in the industry. Right. And, and to that end, how does optimization software fit into long-term PV power plant operations? Fitting software into long-term PV power plant operations sort of depends on your, your perspective of, of what that means. But the, the first order of business is how your operation and maintenance expenses um, are going to go up or down with the implementation of new software and new equipment. And because Array doesn't have any new equipment or any new sensors or anything that can break, um, we, we don't have a negative impact on operation and maintenance um, from the perspective of needing to maintain more equipment. But on the positive side of that, what the operation and maintenance of the site can focus on is just the benefit of the additional energy, which I, I had said before can be millions of dollars on, on a reasonably sized asset. So the other thing that, that may not be quite as obvious is that, you know, operation and maintenance providers sometimes will have to go out and check and, and make sure that, that their tracker is operating properly and that the algorithm that's deployed on it to track the sun has been deployed properly. Um, so if you know that smart track has been deployed, you don't need to go back and check and make sure that the settings were done properly at commissioning. Smart track ensures that those settings are done properly at commissioning. Yeah. And that really provides that, that peace of mind. I think that is uh, that is extremely beneficial. And speaking of peace of mind, are there any uh, long-term security issues that Array is helping customers prepare for during this time? Yeah, it, it's always hard to say what's going to happen long-term <laughs> with, with security, but but I think I, I've I've hit hit on the main points. You know, with SmartTrack being self-contained and being within the site's existing security measures, we're just not introducing any new concerns. And Array's equipment. It is already integrated into the site standard SCADA architecture. I defined SCADA earlier. And, and because of that, that the longer term security issues, we're not bringing anything new to the table that can be exploited. Previously in the conversation, you mentioned thoughtful plant design. So talk me through a little bit more about why that's so important. So the important of plant design is to use a, a simple analogy, you know, Good design in PV plants is, is really just as important as it is for good design in, in building bridges, right? Details matter. And uh, one thing to keep in mind here is that there's no single solution 
or quick fix to getting the most value out of a PV asset. And having thoughtful plant design feeds into that as we talked earlier. So so maybe said another way, there's no diet pill that's going to fix poor eating habits. Uh, you've got to build a foundation um, in order to get the most of your assets. So, so what are some of those solid design practices we're talking about? You know, nothing can substitute for intelligent design. So first and foremost, take advantage of, of any of the terrain that's already pointing towards the sun um, and make sure you choose a tracker that can handle that design and that terrain. We, we said choose quality equipment that, that has a long lifetime and is going to give the highest uptime uh, with that uptime being incredibly important. So if you have optimization software, as we said, but your tracker is not working, um, you, you may have chosen the wrong tracker. You obviously want to choose PV modules or PV panels that are tolerant to shading conditions, which will exist on any site you ever build and make sure that those modules are appropriate for your site. And, and most PV designers are fully aware of what those choices are. And the industry has, has moved in the direction of PV modules that are more shade tolerant than some of the traditional modules available even three and four years ago. Keep in mind, you know, good design means choosing the right equipment to minimize those operation and maintenance costs. These costs are, are typically underestimated and they can, they can add up over time and and negate any savings that you might have seen on less expensive equipment, um, maybe less reliable equipment. You know, and in some cases, these costs can add up to half or more of the initial cost of the tracker. So choose equipment that doesn't need to be maintained uh, by design. Um, and then, of course, you know, what you want to do is you want to optimize the effectiveness of that of that tracking by using SmartTrack. And so all of these things work together to get the most out of your PV plant. These PV plants are designed for 30 years um, or so. So it's expected to be in operation for 30 years. And you want to take a thoughtful approach and a systematic approach to hitting all of those bullets and more, making sure that you've got the best design that's appropriate for your terrain with the right modules that can survive high wind and hail events um, and has low maintenance costs. And then you optimize around that solid base. So, John, you know, the, the validation of third party independent research companies seems really important in the utility scale power generation industry. Tell me a little bit more about why that's so important uh, within the industry. So the validation of, of third party independent research companies is important in our industry. And why is that? Unfortunately, in any industry, um, including the utility scale solar PV plant industry, misinformation and, and bad data does exist. And so Array has always strived to be realistic and transparent about our reliability with engineered simplicity in, in everything we do. So for array technologies, third-party validation is a standard practice. Why is this important? You know, to finance a project, and, and again, these projects are, are now in the range of hundreds of millions of dollars of asset value up front. In order to finance those projects and make sure that you're going to get the energy returns or the cash flows that matter, um, the energy projections and the reliability of the equipment must be validated, one, by an owner's engineer or by an independent engineer. And those engineers get their information 
from third-party engineers that the, that equipment um, will perform on site and will be as reliable as advertised. So in order to even get financing for a project, you have to have the buy-in from these third-party engineers that we work with. And, and in the particular case of, of SmartTrack, Tyler, you know, Array has, has worked with TNVGL Solar as a third-party independent engineer on the, on the SmartTrack product to validate its performance. And, and we feel strongly that truly independent engineering third-party analysis is the only way that owners and the industry can be assured that they've they've made the right purchase and that purchase is going to perform as advertised and they get the value from the asset that, that, that they signed up for. Right. So, John, are there myths in the industry uh, that are out there about op- optimization software? And if so, can you, you know, separate fact from fiction for us? Can you dispel them, shed some light on them? Kind of just talk me through some of the myths in the industry that, that exist about optimization software. There are myths in the industry um, about optimization software, and I don't think it's um, localized to just optimization software. So I'll hit, hit on maybe a few topics, Tyler. Sure. In this industry, the solar industry, certainly in the early days, had a problem of over-promising and under-delivering. Um, and that's gotten a lot better over the last decades as solar has has gone from, from more of a mom-and-pop industry, um, which is still vibrant and still exists, but now it's big business at the, at the utility-scale power plant. Um, and, and let me take some examples recently um, of some early claims around a technology called bifacial technology. Um, bifacial technology is a way to, to get sunshine on the front and the back of the module and collect that energy and, and get a little bit more gains. So some of those early gains were pretty inflated. Um, and since then, the industry's come to set a, a much more realistic expectation on those kind of, of technologies. Uh, you know, as an example, the industry was, was a buzz a couple of years ago with, with bifacial gains being touted as, as being 10 or 15% extra energy by employing these these bifacial modules and, and and what's happened is is these have been replaced and really represented now by something that's that's more in the five percent range for bifacial gains and of course that's that's dependent upon your site and your module and, and your your specific situation but what we need to do is we need to be wary that that same sort of hype and that same sort of overinflation doesn't happen with the advent of these tracking softwares and so that's just an example of a recent one to make sure that, that we're, we're, being, we're being wary and, and we're being vigilant about what's being said in the marketplace. So I'll kind of give you an example, uh, perhaps here, of something I like to, to use as an analogy. So, you know, if someone tells me I'm, I'm going to get a gain, the first thing I'm going to ask that person is a gain from what or what's your baseline? Okay, so a gain can mean a lot of things, but I want to know where your starting point is. So as an example, you know, someone tells me I I can get 10% improvement in gas mileage by buying a product that maintains the air pressure in the tires of my car. The first thing I'm going to ask them is to say, were the tire pressures in my car well maintained and properly set to begin with? What's my baseline? And if they say, no, you know, those tires were pretty much flat and then we filled them up with air and then we put this product in it and we got a 10% gain. Okay. So to me, that's an example of a flawed baseline assumption where I would ask, okay, if I had maintained my car properly to begin with, and I had filled those tires up, what now does your product do for me? Where was I starting? So, so let's take that analogy over to a tracker. A gain can be a myth 
um, if the tracker in question or the baseline in question is a tracker that's not well maintained, the site's not well designed, and it wasn't commissioned well, okay? So if you have a tracker from a site that was well designed, well maintained, well commissioned, you might have a smaller gain compared to that tracker with quote flat tires, uh, but you're going to be in a better place when you land, okay? If you're starting from a very very high position and then you add gains on top of that, the, the overall result is better for you because you're getting more energy. So again, mm -hmm. always start to ask the baseline question. What's your baseline? So don't tell me what I'm going to get. Tell me what I'm going to get from where I started. And I think that's a myth that, that has, has, uh, has really happened, um, in, in bifacial, as I said before. And we want to make sure it doesn't happen again in, in software tracking. So I think, Tyler, there, there's another myth and it, and it's not related just to, to tracking software. This is a myth that, that has, has plagued even the residential solar industry and, and the commercial solar industry to some extent as well. And that is that software cannot create sunshine. Okay. You can talk about gains. You can talk about all kinds of things, but what software can do is it can improve over a situation which is less than ideal. Mm. And, and we mentioned earlier, you know, don't put your tracker in a hole. So there's no amount of software optimization that can fix that. And, and I gave a, a tracker sitting in a canyon analogy that once that sunshine's gone behind the tracker or behind the hill, um, your software can't fix it. Um, so, so keep in mind, software is not creating sunshine. It's not magically making the sun brighter or anything like that. What it's doing is it's taking a situation that is less than ideal and it's making it closer to ideal. And I think that's a big myth that's out there in the industry is what can software do for you? Well, it can improve your situation, but you need to make sure and understand where did you start and what is it you're actually improving? And I think if we all come to that realization um, that, that you, you have to start with a well-maintained system to begin with. Um, and that's the point to go and deploy these kinds of, these kinds of software. So I, I hope that answers your question. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, that's a great explanation there. Um, for that final point, I think that's a, that's a really good way of putting it just that, um, yeah, there's, there's, there's no magic bullet here to, uh, yeah, to all of a sudden create sunshine out of nothing. So yeah, that's a, that's a great way of putting it. So John, we've covered a lot of ground here talking today uh, about solar tracking software and uh, breaking down the smart track uh, by array technologies. So um, I want to give you the opportunity just to uh, maybe summarize the benefits of smart track and, uh, and give people a summary statement um, just to help wrap up the podcast and maybe help digest uh, some of the knowledge that we've imparted today. Yeah, definitely. So, so let me, let me summarize what, what we've talked about, you know, first and foremost, why are our utility scale solar plants looking for solutions to squeeze more energy out of those systems? And, and as we talked, you know, these systems are getting larger. Um, the amount of money you get paid for, for a, a for a kilowatt hour, a megawatt hour of energy has gone down. So getting the most of these systems is very important. And, you know, the dollars can be quite large, millions of dollars um, for a PV plant over the life of the system. Um, we talked about what is SmartTrack. You know, SmartTrack is, is a software platform that optimizes the energy and power output of a PV plant. And by optimizing that power output of a PV plant as part of an overall strategy to make sure that you've got quality equipment that's been well-designed, well-installed, and well-maintained, you get the most out of that asset over time. Um, and then, you know, the, what, what SmartTrack will do for you uh, is unique to your own situation, 
but we've talked about some things that tracking software can do and can't do. And SmartTrack will will improve the situation and put your power plant in in a more ideal situation than when you started. And it's a great return on investment to get that little extra bit of production out of your system um, in order to maintain those PPAs and get the most value for your PV power plant. Absolutely. Well, John, thank you so much for joining me today, talking a little bit more about SmartTrack uh, by Array Technologies and explaining uh, in detail a lot of the things uh, out there about solar tracking software. So John Sharp, VP of Product Management at Array Technologies. John, thank you so much for joining me today. Tyler, thank you very much for having me. I appreciated the time we spent. Absolutely. And everybody, as John mentioned, you can always find more information on Array's website. You can go to ArrayTechInc.com. That's A-R-R-A-Y. T-E-C-H-I-N-C.com. There you can find more information. You can also follow them on LinkedIn for their news and announcements to make sure you stay up to date with everything going on with Array Technologies. And of course, you can also listen to this podcast and there will be more episodes coming out shortly. Uh, But make sure you go subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to make sure you stay up to date with the latest from Array Technologies. We'll be back soon with those episodes, like I mentioned. But until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for listening. 